welcome back to another episode of Where's That Tiger podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Westfall. We've got a special co-host with us today, uh, color analyst for women's basketball, Shaida Williams. Hello out there. We are so excited to be with you and excited about our guest today. So I'm handing it back over to Leanne so we can get rolling. Awesome. We are in Greenville, South Carolina, cheering on our Tigers to the Elite Eight appearance. And we have former basketball player Ashley Johnson. Welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Okay, so on Where's That Tiger, I usually have our guests kind of take us through the journey. So where are you now? And take us a little bit through your path from your days at LSU. Um, So I'm currently an assistant coach at Furman University here in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, And before that, I had a chance to work at LSU for three years as director of player development. Um, And I was an assistant coach at Winthrop before that and then director of program development at UCF. Um, That was my entrance into college athletics um, right out of college I worked in corporate America and quickly realized that wasn't for me so I did um, a little bit of AAU I did high school and then I was like okay basketball was where I wanted to be so here we are okay so coaching wasn't always the goal did you find it along the path in corporate America Yes, coaching definitely was not the goal. My mom, she would always say, you know, you should be a coach. And I'm like, mom, I don't want to travel and do, you know, I just won't have time to, you know, I guess like live kind of is what I thought in my head um, because we don't always, I guess, see the examples of everybody being able to balance both. Um, so that was, I guess, a little bit of a hang up of a fear for me to say, oh, am I going to be able to have a family? Am I going to be able to see the world, you know, essentially? Um, but I've quickly realized that it is all possible like I have a seven-year-old and in her mind we're supposed to travel everywhere she said mommy can we go to Dubai I don't know who she thinks is going to pay for us to get there (laughs) but in her mind you know she knows that we do get to enjoy those types of things so um, it's just one of those things where I realized I missed it while working in corporate America and found my way back to it. So with your family, you've been pretty involved um, at LSU and coming back. How have you gotten your daughter involved and kept that forever LSU mantra alive within your family? So I think she picked it up really easily. Like her dad is also a graduate of LSU. He played football, so she kind of gets it honest. Um, That's the only team that we really cheer for. My mom is actually an Alabama graduate, so I have to kind of, you know, no, we we don't cheer for (laughs) grandma's team, you know. And she's like, are you sure? I'm like, yes, I'm very sure, you know. (laughs) Um, but it's just one of those things where those football Saturdays, um, when we moved back to Baton Rouge, she was probably about had just turned three. So she got a chance to go to the football games, the basketball games, and just see the atmosphere. And she was, you know, all into it. Um, it's like when you guys came uh, for the SEC tournament after it was over, she said, Mommy, I'm just so glad they came, you know, to Greenville to play. Um, so it was just one of those things where she just, I guess, kind of gets it honest. It's just inside of her. Well, you know, I had the opportunity to work with Ashley and got the opportunity to love on Ava. So what I've witnessed, you know, through social media and through our text is now Ava playing basketball. So tell us some of that, just watching her as a coach and as a mom. How do you balance those two? So initially she didn't really want to play. She's like, Mommy, that's your thing. I'm going to do, you know, whatever she kind of sets her mind to. Right now it's being a gymnast. I'm not maybe you're going to be six feet tall. I don't think that's going to work out for you. But um, I said, well, I'm just going to sign you up. And if you like it, you know, we'll do it again next year. And if you don't, we'll finish the season and you don't have to. And I think she realized she was kind of decent at it. Um, She's gone to our basketball camp 
the last two years um, at Furman. So she got a little bit of a taste of it. And because she's around our players a lot, it's kind of like, oh, this is kind of cool. Um, and she tries to emulate the things that they do on the court. She's dead set on, I can hit a three. So, you know, it, that just became, I guess, a challenge for her to kind of overcome. Um, and so she's just excited to see how far she can go with it. I love that. Um, talking about family, your Tiger family is super important as well. So you came back for Alumni Weekend this year, saw um, Simone Augusta's statue go up. Talk about the experience being back with your teammates that weekend. It's always a really cool thing because we all kind of go our separate ways and, you know, we live our lives, but we kind of keep up with it through social media. And I just always, anytime I see Simone, Sylvia, Tamika, or any of the players that I play with, I'm just, I'm just so proud of y'all. That's what we always kind of say to each other because I think we're all um, just thriving, you know, in the different paths that we've chosen. But it was just a, a really cool thing to see her statue unveiled, um, to be the first woman um, at LSU to have that. Um, done. I'm just, I guess, just overjoyed, you know, and just grateful to have had the opportunity to play with her, compete with her. I can just remember being in college and, and watching her practice. And it was just like, this is the best player on our team. And she works like this. It's like, so there's no way I can have do anything, you know. Um, so it's just we get back and we laugh. Uh, we tell our stories about Coach Starkey. And you're like, you know, I saw the post yesterday of him with the chain. I'm like, Coach, are you serious? You know, kind of thing. Um, but it's one of those things where he's kind of evolved as well. And it's good to see that um, because, you know, he just loves the players that he's coached. And that's just his way of showing it. Well, speaking of, you know, evolving, you played on some of the best teams to ever play at LSU. So talk a little bit about that and how you took those experiences and now you're using it in coaching. Um, and it's funny because I don't talk about it a lot because, I mean, to some of the players it does mean something, but I think they – they know what you've accomplished, so they respect what you have to say because they know that you've done it before. Um, but I think I just kind of carry that competitive edge with me always um, because I, I want to win. Like, I, I want to win, and we're going to work to make sure we get to that point. And so I think I just take the lessons of just the details. Like, it's the little things. Um, Coach Starkey's quote, uh, the mental is to the physical is four is to one, right, that he, he would always say to us. And it's just like that that mental part of the game is going to outweigh anything that you can do on the court physically. So we're going we're gonna to watch film. You're going to communicate about what you see, what it is that we can do better so that when we have to go out there and do it physically, you've already kind of played it over in your mind over and over again. Um, so that's kind of the, the main thing that I take, especially I coach the post players at Furman. And so at some point during the season, I said, you know what, y'all watch the game you know after we've played them tell me what you think and of course I've already watched it as well and so we come in and we have a dialogue about it to help them also kind of learn how to watch film too as opposed to me just always dictating information to them so I just take I guess from LSU us being involved in the process and try to carry that through my career as well. That's awesome when you're watching these games March Madness games do you separate are you Okay, I'm in fan mode watching this one. I'm in coach mode watching this one. How does that, how does it work? I think I, I do both, um, but there is a time where if I see a play, I put the timestamp down so I can go back on synergy, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep that one, you know, whether we can use it for our team at Furman or whether it's like, okay, I'm going to put that in my own, you know, personal playbook. But I just enjoy, like, basketball. Um, some of my players, they are volunteering because um, our 
university is, I guess, hosting um, this regional site. And they said, Coach Ashley, we, we saw you were pretty excited at the game. I'm like, yeah, it's my team. You know, it's my team playing. So I'm, I'm, I'm always a fan of the game first because this, I just love the game of basketball. But um, I do steal little plays here and there whenever I see. Um, and I just like watching the great players play. And, and what I hear you saying is that we're always learning. And I, I say this all, March Madness, if you're a basketball player, you're a fan. But just as a coach, just talk about some of the things that you find yourself continuing to learn, you know, whether it's in practice or in games and as you work with your players. I would say the main thing for me right now, because I try to pick an area every offseason, like what am I going to get better at? Because it's kind of it's hard to do all of that while you're in season as well because you're – focused on what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And so for me, with us being able to advance the ball in our game, I'm like, okay, what are the the sideline plays that all these coaches are drawing up, you know, that are really good? So that's usually what I'm really paying a lot of attention to. Um, my mom always laughs. She says, you always say the last two minutes of the game is the best part of the game. I'm like, yep, because that's where you get to see, like, who's going to rise above in that moment when there's, you know, adversity or where it's, you know, that challenge where you really have to overcome. So that's kind of, I guess, it's the, the part of the game that I'm really like locked in on where I change from fan a little bit to where I'm like, okay, well, you know, what are these great teams that are still playing? What are they doing? How does it feel and um, how proud does it make you, your legacy living on with all the excitement surrounding the LSE women's basketball program right now? It's, it's great. I think I saw one post where it said they had, they were going back to the elite eight for the first time since 2008. And you think like, wow, you know, 15 years goes by really quickly. And you don't think about that when you're in the moment. But I'm just, I'm so excited for them. Like I, I was on uh, Friday, uh, my baby, she said, mommy, I hope we win. I said, me too, because I want to come back to the game, you know, on Sunday and then I'll be in Dallas. So I, you know, really wanted them to win um, today as well. But like, we never got over that hump of winning the first game in the final four. So I'm excited to see them, you know, like break that barrier and do something that we never got a chance to do. Um, so I'm just I'm grateful to be able to come, you know, and, and watch them and just, you know, hope for them to have a lot of success the rest of the way. And with that success, and I don't know if, you know, everybody knows this, but talk about your Final Four experiences and, and some of the things that you were able to accomplish with your teammates during your time. So I was fortunate to be able to play in four, right? And I think some of my teammates, we, we laugh sometimes. We're like, we're, we were just kind of in it. We didn't realize what we were doing, you know, at the time. Because um, I watch some of the games now and teams win, and they're like, oh, they're, you know, they're celebrating um, and everything. And I'm like, and I say, Ma, did we celebrate like that? And she was like, oh, kind of a little bit. But for us, it was, okay, now it's on to the next, you know, step. What's the next game, the next opponent? Um, so we were just kind of in the moment, and I don't think we really realized what we were doing and what we were accomplishing at the time. But when we look back on it, we realized how special it was um, because you get people that walk up to you all the time and say, we're, we're returning back to the glory days. And it's like, oh, they're talking about, like, when I played, you know, to talk about that. It's really, really cool. I've had the chance to come to the um, – I guess the pep rally before the game on Friday and just to see all of those people um, that were there cheering for us. You know, I got the tattoo and because I, I always wanted to do that, but I was a player, right? And that was what my sister and my family got to do. So I had my tattoo and I was asking you for beads and because um, that's, you know, just a part of the journey. But 
I just think that it was just a really cool experience to be considered like one of the best teams in the country. We were like a number one seed and we were ranked number one in the country at one point. And that's a hard thing to do. Like, you know, people look at South Carolina and they don't realize like that's hard with their to be able to stay up top, you know, that long. Um, so it's just really cool to realize that you are a part of something great and something that people go back and think about and like to talk with you about, you know, now. And that's one of the things as you're reliving these glory days that I think so awesome about Coach Mulkey is how much she embraces the former the former Tigers. Can you talk a little bit about how she's done that for you and your teammates and how that makes you feel? It's really awesome. Um, I think when we got those boxes, that was the coolest thing to me. <laughs> so I was just like, man, you know, like, and I, and I told our coach here, I said, we got to steal that idea, you know, because I know how it made us feel as if we were connected no matter where we were in the country to, because everybody always wants gear, right? You know, Shaw, you <laughs> as though I was like, can I get a t-shirt, um, you know, and to just receive that without having to ask. And then, you know, with the note inside, we're, you know, basically telling us we're still a part of this, regardless of whether we were on final four teams or whether we were on the first teams, you know, to be able to play women's basketball at LSU we all felt connected and knowing that she you know was it respect the past embrace the future I think like that that's huge just like okay you know like we we still matter to this program no matter how many years ago we played so that was really cool yeah it's been pretty cool this year um with the celebration of 50 years of title nine we were able to grant letter status to women that participated in their sport prior to becoming a varsity sport and a big portion of that was some women's basketball players. And so it was really cool for me to see, and I think the program to see them all coming back. And some of them are here with us in Greenville right now. So um, just to wrap us up, tell us what's next. What can we, in the future, you know, we're gonna follow your path. Where could we expect you next? That's funny you asked, somebody asked me that yesterday. <laughs> and I said, I don't really put a timestamp, I guess, on anything. Like right now I'm getting my doctorate degree um, in global sport leadership. So it's like, I guess pun intended, really opened my eyes up to all of the things in sports throughout the world, right? That I have an opportunity to be able to pursue if I choose to, because um, we get to take um, international trips and I get to learn from people that you know do things different ways in different cultures so I don't really necessarily have I guess a time stamp plan I know I want to be a head coach but I know I want to be that once I know how a program runs because we and honestly to say as black women we only get one shot right so you have to get it right when you get that opportunity um, so I'm learning everything that I can from all the different coaches that I come in contact with and yes I would like to do that first maybe it's college administration at some point or maybe it's like I like like the NBA academies and you know those different things that they do um, just across the world so those are just I guess ideas as I learn about more of what's out there that I know I could accomplish. I love it well we will be following along your journey thank you for popping up with us in Greenville at our remote studio uh, thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode of Where's That Tiger Podcast. See you next time.